podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And fight it out wow! King goes for it! What a goal from Harry Kane! Here's Lucas Moura. Oh, they did it! I cannot believe it! Stevie Wonder, Stevie Bergwijn, Romero scores for Tottenham Hotspur. Song goes on and scores. Quite remarkably. Tottenham Hotspur have won on their last six visits to Villa Park in the Premier League and I don't think I'd be mistaken for thinking that Spurs' longest winning run against any other team in history was against, you guessed it, Aston Villa back in the 50s. So it doesn't bode particularly well that Steven Gerrard will need to avoid defeat this weekend or it becomes four losses in a row for the club for the first time since Dean Smith was sacked back in November. That was, of course, just one part of what's been a really chaotic season for Villa. In fact, I think starting with the £100 million sale of Jack Grealish, as Spurs... Spurs' fan base know better than anyone else um, how tricky it is to replace a player with so much influence in the recruitment that follows. Villa has spent £95 million on Danny Ings, Leon Bailey, Emi Buendir, but all three have struggled in, in patches this season. And I'd argue that all three of them are fighting for one position in, obviously, now Steven Gerrard's team. Um, last season was plain sailing in the final weeks and months of the, of the campaign, which is a complete contradiction to what Villa fans have been used to in the last decade or so. Uh, whether it be a relegation fight at the end of the season or potentially promotion out of the championship too. Um, obviously, because the club spent three years in the second division. But the season so far, again, up and downs. But the last eight games of the season provide a really good opportunity to, to end the season as we hope to start next season, really. Um, listen, I don't think anyone expected Villa to fast-track their assault on the league's top seven this season. And to be honest, I think if you asked any Villa fan 10 months ago, Jack Grealish is being sold, Dane Smith is going, and the club's top scorer with eight games left to play this season is just on eight goals. Where would they be finishing in the division? I would probably suggest where Everton are, um, you know, fighting relegation. But it hasn't turned out that way, and Villa sit in 11th. If they beat Wolves last week, they'd be within five or six points of uh, eighth place. So it, there's plenty of positives, but equally... Plenty, plenty of things to work on um, in the summer. In terms of team news, this weekend, Gerard will be boosted by Marvellous Nakamba's comeback. He should be able to play some part of the game. He was a key, key cog under Gerrard um, in his first few games as, as the Villa head coach when he was appointed back in November. Um, Luca Dane should also be fit. He came off with a stomach bug against Wolves and Danny Ings. He missed the trip to Molyneux uh, because his wife was having a baby. In terms of Villa's last few results, they lost three. Against European chasing teams, West Ham, obviously Champions League hopefuls, Arsenal uh, and Wolves as well. But then in the three games before then, you're looking at wins against Brighton, Southampton, Leeds, a 2-0, 4-0, 3-0 wins, three clean sheets. It was all looking rosy um, after Villa kind of overcame a bit of a slump before then. So to be honest, in the last six weeks, it's been a microcosm of the last um, of, of, of this season, really. Um, you know, ups and downs, and plenty to and, and plenty to scratch your head at. Completely inconsistent is how I'd sum up um, Villa's season so far. But Villa have lost twelve games this season by one goal, which is the most in the division uh, by that statistic. And only three clubs in the whole division have actually lost more games than Villa: um, just Watford, Norwich, and Everton. With Burnley, in fact, losing fewer games than Villa. So for Spurs, you'd be boosted by that, no doubt. Um, I think. Tottenham have scored four, I mean, you guys will know better than me, scored four goals, I think it is, or more, in three of your last five games. So that's certainly something for Gerrard to um, to think about when he picks his formation and the system. 
that he goes with. Usually it's a 4-3-2-1 with two number 10s cutting inside from the flanks. Um, or it can be a 4-3-1-2 with two strikers on the pitch, Danny Ings, Nolly Watkins. I predict that he'll probably play with two 10s because Emi Buendia has been pretty bright off the bench in recent weeks. Um, so I predict a Martinez, Emi Martinez in goal. Matty Cash, it's a, it's a debate between uh, Ezri Concer and Callum Chambers, obviously the old Arsenal centre-half. Um, they'll be lining up with... Tyron Mings and Luca Dean as a back four, back five, including including Martinez. Um, I don't think Marvis Nakamba will make a dramatic return to fitness in time to start this one, but I think Douglas Louise will hold uh, with John McGinn and Jacob Ramsey providing that bit of energy in the middle of the pitch. And Emi Buendir, Coutinho are the side of Ollie Watkins. It's it's a tricky one for Villa this weekend. Spurs are banging form, but in front of a banging Villa Park crowd, 5.30 kickoff. I think they've really got to show much more than what they've been dishing out in recent weeks. Um, the Omens are, as they usually are, against Villa too. I think won just four of the last 30 Premier League games in April, which is something for Spurs to um, to hang on to. And won just 20, uh, sorry, I haven't won 20 at all. Won two games in 20 against Tottenham. So Aston Villa's work is certainly cut out this weekend. Sports Social Podcast Network.